This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, it might not feel like summer outside today, and that's okay. It's not officially summer yet. Summer arrives, I believe, on Tuesday, and we are told the weather is going to get nicer tomorrow. It will be warmer tomorrow. So we are going to talk a little bit about summer reading. And if you're thinking about what maybe would be good to have on the summer reading list, maybe you're taking off, you've got some time at a cottage or a cabin or you're just staying at home, but you have an afternoon or some time to get some reading done. My next guest is going to walk us through what are some hot new releases, some staff favorites on the list this summer. Marianne, yes, I know I'm going to say this wrong. Yes, does, Marianne, I'm just going to get you to say your last name because I always say it wrong. That's okay. It's Yazedjan. Yazedjan. There we go. So much easier. Uh, you were with the Bear Book Warehouse on Main Street. That's a division of Black Bond Books. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, let's go through the list. Um, what are the, the hot new releases as far as what are people uh, talking about as far as good reads? Well, there's so much exciting stuff coming out recently and coming up this summer that I, there's just, I can't even focus on it. But, but some of the ones that I absolutely love, uh, Arundhati Roy, I don't know if you remember her. She wrote The God of Small Things, which came out, ooh, I want to say about 20 years ago. She has a new book out called The Ministry of Utmost Happiness. Absolutely beautiful. Hmm. If you read The God of Small Things and loved it, which was, I believe she won the Booker Prize for that when it came out originally, you absolutely have to pick up this book. It takes place in in India. It begins with the story of uh, Anjum, who used to be a boy and has transitioned into a woman. And I'm not going to say a lot more than that because I don't like to give spoilers, but it's just ethereal and gorgeous. Hmm. And, And so has she, is this the first thing she's written since The God of Small Things? Her first novel, yes. She's done a couple of works of nonfiction since then. Okay. Um, I do remember The God of Small Things. I'm, I'm running a blank as far as the storyline, but I do remember reading it. But if it was 20 years ago, that's probably why I don't remember all of the fine points of it. Exactly. Yes, exactly. All right. Um, if you like Girl on the Train, if you like suspense books, so we've got Into the Water. Yes, which is uh, the author of Girl on the Train, Paula Hawkins. This is her new book. Uh, one of my colleagues at uh, our Ladner store just read it and really enjoyed it. She said it was much more intense than Girl on the Train. So a lot more suspense, a lot more drama, um, just a, a larger cast of characters and a very, very dark, which I know isn't necessarily a you know great summer reading, but looking outside today, maybe it's... <laughs> Maybe it's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, for today wouldn't be too, too bad. Uh, I found Girl on the Train was a good summer read because it did have the suspense. So there was a darkness to it, but it was also, it was, it was, you didn't have to, it wasn't, it didn't hurt your brain. You didn't have to think exactly. a ton, but it still kept you interested in it. Exactly. It's such a good page turner. I mean, when you're, you know, you're on vacation, even if you're not on a beach, wherever you are, you just want something that takes your, takes your mind away. Mm-hmm. It's always a good thing. Uh, David Sedaris is also on the list. Yes. Now, you know, I don't know. Everybody I know loves David Sedaris, so they were very excited for this one to come out because it's been a while for him, too. It's been a few years. So this latest one is called Theft by Finding. It is his collected diaries from 1977 to 2002. So I have to assume that there's going to be another another volume after this one, 2003 on. But if you want laugh-out-loud funny, like you'll probably embarrass yourself laughing if you're reading this in public, this is the book to go for. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, the last one I read of his was, and I'm, I'm probably getting the title wrong, um, Let's Talk About Diabetes and Owls. Yes. 
And it was, it, I found it, it was, it was extremely funny in parts, but it was also, it kind of tugged at your heartstrings. It, it was, it was pretty raw, some of the stories that he shared, the essays that he wrote and, and the personal stories. Uh, but, but I thought it was quite beautifully written. It's true. He does a really good job of, of telling his personal stories and his family and his growing up in a way that you, you, you're laughing on one page and then you're tearing up on the next page. Yeah, there, there was one story that still sticks with me. It's, it's and not, and not really giving it away. It's uh, his book, but um, it talks about the death of a turtle, which he's totally responsible for. But he writes uh-huh. it in such a way you almost feel sorry for him in the scenario. Yeah, exactly. I, I felt that way about uh, Me Talk Pretty One Day, which I'm not sure if it was his first book, but it's definitely one of his most popular. Uh, it just it, it's so so humanizing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, let's continue going down the list. Uh, Ruth Ware. Yes, this is what we're calling grip lit, which is just literature that just grips you and does not let you go. So she's written uh, two books so far. Uh, One is uh, In a Dark, Dark Wood, and the next one is The Woman in Cabin 10. Both are available in paperback right now. And she has a new one coming out in July called The Lying Game. This author, she just gets better and better with each book that she writes. So this is also for people who are into the, the Paula Hawkins girl on the train, the, the dark, gritty sort of mystery where you don't really know what's going on and you just have to keep reading to find out. Hmm. Do you find that people look for a different kind of book for summer reading? Definitely, definitely. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, hard-hitting intellectual stuff coming out around now. It's definitely more on the thriller side of things or on the lighter side of things, too. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. I just read um, Sheryl Sandberg's Option B, and it's not, while I was reading it, it was on a rainy day, and I I actually was thinking while I was reading it, this isn't something I would definitely, or I would take to the beach and be sitting in the sand and enjoying it. It's it's what, I loved it. I thought it was very well done, but it's a a very heavy topic. It's it's about the death of her husband and and people dealing with grief, uh, but not, definitely not what I would consider something uh, to read on a, on a warm summer day. No, exactly. Not something that, you know, takes you out of your mind in a way that is escapist, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer Ryan has a book that's set in the UK. Yes, this is a recommendation from my colleagues at uh, one of our South Surrey store. Uh, the book is called The Chilbury Ladies' Choir. It is set in the UK in a small village, and my colleagues said that this book is an absolute delight. Set in World War II, it's a story about strong women who get together to form a choir without the men, apparently to the Vikers' horror, and prove that women can do anything. They said, beautifully written, and they are very excited for anything else this author writes. Hmm. And is this, is this fiction? It is fiction, yes. All right, and we don't know, I guess, do we know if it's based on a, on a true story, or this is I, it's just... I don't think so, but... No, I don't think so. All right, but set in World War II time. Yeah, yeah, it sort of reminds me a bit of the Grungy Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. Okay. If you remember that from a mm-hmm. few years ago. Yes, yeah. great summer read. Um, I've picked up Daniel Silva books. I have never read any of uh, Daniel Silva books, but uh, Daniel Silva is on the list. He's a favorite of so many of my colleagues. Um, his series is uh, spy and art restorer Gabriel Allon and his escapades, I guess. Uh, so this is the latest, his latest one uh, called The Black Widow is out in paperback now. And he has a new one coming out in July called House of Spies, which no, nobody I know has read yet. So I, I imagine it's going to be great. But I'm just hearing this latest one, The Black Widow, absolutely just draws you right in and you cannot put it down.
Hmm. All right. That sounds great. Um, paperbacks for the summer. Um, I always I find it hit and miss. If somebody if a book has won a prize, sometimes it can be the best thing. And other times, maybe I, I think it, maybe it's over my head. I just don't get it. But uh, so, but I never I never take the winning of a prize as a as a sure thing that I'm going to love the book. Absolutely true. I completely agree with you, which is why it's great that these books are coming out in paperback now so that people can give them a bit more of a chance. I mean, hardcovers, they they can be a little pricey, but, you know, if you really want it, you want it. But now that uh, these books are coming out in paperback, like, for example, Madeleine Tien's Do Not Say We Have Nothing, which won the Governor General and the Giller Award and was shortlisted for the Man Booker Prize, is coming out in paperback this summer. And I know a lot of people have been waiting for it. And what is that one about? That one uh, takes place, oh my goodness, now you've got me on the spot because I read it. <laughs> it's, uh, I read it last year. Um, I'm going to go find it. This one, uh, oh, oh, oh yes, uh, it, we're, we're in uh, China. There's voices of young musicians in the times of the Cultural Revolution and the Tiananmen protests. So it does. It, it goes back and forth in time, which she actually does really well, uh, from about the 70s to contemporary times in Vancouver, a young woman who is uh, looking back to the history of somebody who had come to stay with them, who was possibly a refugee from China, but she didn't actually know the whole story of this woman who had stayed with them. So she's sort of going back and doing research into what, what this woman's story was and how was she associated with her father. And it's just, it's so beautifully written. I do, I, I mean, I totally understand why this one won so many prizes. Okay, that one. And not difficult to follow, even though it skips back and forth in time? No, no, she does it really well. I actually really enjoy that kind of novel where things skip back and forth in time. I love the, the sort of mystery of it. No, she does it really well. All right, uh, The Witches of New York. Now, this one I haven't read, but uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Amy McKay. She has written uh, The Birth House quite a few years ago, which was fantastic. And then The Virgin Cure, which also came out quite a few years ago. She is a East Coast author. This one does take place in, yeah, it does take place in New York. Um, again, I haven't read this one, but so many of my customers have told me how fantastic it is. It's 1880s, uh, after a couple hundred years after the trials in Salem. Uh, there, it, you know what? I was about to give a big spoiler, so oh, I'm not going to do that. Don't do that. No. No. No, if you like historical fiction, this is a great book. All right. Uh, a Vancouver author, Anasha Rani. Yes. Uh, the Parcel, which is coming out in paperback ooh, pretty quick, actually. He is fantastic. Uh, he, I heard him read at the uh, North Shore Writers' Fest a couple of months ago, and just a beautiful storyteller. This one is set in the red-light district of Mumbai in a brothel. It is gritty. It is. It can be very dark. It is told. It is about a young girl growing up in this brothel and what happens to her. But it is just the characters are so memorable. You'll just you'll fall in love. They will capture your heart. All right, um, Dave Eggers. I have a note here that says this is one of your favorite authors. Uh, I love him. I love almost everything he has written. He his first book was a heartbreaking work of staggering genius, which was his biography, which. Everybody in the world should read. I have it on my nightstand, and I have not read it yet. So you're telling me I need to pick this book. I need to actually, I've had it for months, and I haven't read it. I need to dig into it. That should be the, absolutely the next book you read. He is fantastic. <laughs> and he has his uh, recent one called The Circle, which came out as a movie fairly recently. Um, also very good. But his latest, Heroes of the Frontier, 
I, I don't know what it is about Dave Eggers, but there's something about the way he writes that just makes me love his books, even though I can't say why. Every one of his characters is just so engaging and captivating and strange, and it's just it's so heartfelt. Hmm. All right. That is uh, going to be on the list. Uh, Leanne Moriarty, uh, a well-known author, but I think even more so because of Big Little Lies. Yes. And I highly recommend to anyone to read Big Little Lies before watching the TV show, if you haven't watched it already. Um, I, I love Big Little Lies. I've actually read, I think, all of her books, and I've loved every single one. So the next one that's coming out in paperback in the summer is called Truly Madly Deeply. And again, it's like a large cast of characters where everything seems to be okay, but of course not everything is as it seems. And there's a weekend that these two couples have spent together where something has gone horribly wrong, and they have to figure out why it happened. Hmm. All right. Yeah, she uh, she's a great writer. And uh, yeah, the TV show, you're right. I, I had I was reading the book and then the show started and I had to speed up reading the book to get and then I didn't know what to do yeah. because I didn't know which where I wanted the reveal to be. Do I want to read it? Do I want to see it? It was very confusing. She's so great at keeping you in the dark right until the very end. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. Uh, we have a couple of minutes. So upcoming books. So are these books that, that you can't get them yet, but they will soon be in the store? That's right. That's right. So one exciting one, which uh, is Diana Gabaldon, the Outlander series. Now, this is not the next book in the Outlander series. It is seven stories that is set in the Outlander universe. Uh, it's called Seven Stories to Stand or Fall. And I just know that anybody who's loving the Outlander series will want to pick this one up just to tide them over until the next Outlander book comes out. <laughs> All right. Um, and Susan Steiner, Persons Unknown. Mm-hmm. So this is the sequel to Missing Presumed, which is a British mystery, which was one of all of our staff favorites last year when it came out. Um, again, this is the great kind of griplet that's good for people who love the, the um, girl on the train and that kind of thing. This is uh, about a sergeant, Menon Bradshaw, in the UK, who... Uh, it comes on to a case of a missing woman who is very well connected and is a, it becomes a media sensation. And there's so many things that are wrong with the scene of the crime where she's gone missing that nothing is as it seems. And she only has about 72 hours to find this young woman before something could go horribly wrong. Hmm. So this is going to be the next one coming out in that series called Persons Unknown. All right. And one final one to take a look at if you're a Michael Connolly fan. Yes, which I don't know much about this book at all, except that uh, book warehouse owner Kathy said that this is fantastic, and she is loving this book. And that, if you are into mysteries, uh, absolutely pick this one up. All right, and that one's called The Late Show? The Late Show, yes. Perfect. Well, Marianne, thank you so much. You've certainly given us lots of suggestions and uh, books that we can look at in case anybody was putting together uh, their summer read list. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us. You're very welcome, and definitely pop into any of our stores anytime. We love helping people pick what to read. All right, sounds good. Marianne Yazedjian, thank you so much. Thank you very much. All right, that was uh, Marianne talking about uh, summer books and uh, certainly some ideas there if you are looking for something to pick up as the weather is supposed to get nicer starting tomorrow. When we come back, there were some shout-outs for Father's Day, people reacting about various stories. We'll take a look at that when we return. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.